Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Becky. Um, so on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Let Me Love You by Brittany Sahin. And for you, Brittany is one of your one-click, she-writes-it-I-read-it authors. Absolutely. I will read anything she puts out. Um, and I have. And you have. I was going to ask. So <laughs> you have read her complete backlist. Like, you are immersed in her world. Absolutely. I've read everything that she's written. So this is only my second book by Brittany. And I do wonder if knowing the world makes the reading experience a little better. Even though this is a book one in a new series, it does live within her world. It does. And I think it makes a big difference when you're reading her books. Um, she has, you know, a lot of character crossover. I mean, you don't have to know it, but I think it makes it better if you do. I think it, I, and I wonder if the reading experience for myself would have been better if I had least some context of some of the actual side characters, because I didn't. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I even think it's important to read the book that comes before this one until you can't in order to get a full backstory on Enzo, especially, and a little bit on Maria. So actually, Leah and Lindsay did a quick shot on that book, um, I think late last year. It might have been earlier yes. this year. I can't remember when it was. <laughs> but I will link it in our show notes. Um, so this is only the second time I've read Brittany Sahin. This is also book one in a new series that she has with Montlake. Yes, that's correct. And that's, it's also her first trad published book. Okay. Ever. That's exciting for her. Yeah. Um, okay. So we'll link the synopsis of this book in our on the shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. Uh, the release date for this is October the 10th, at uh, October 10th, 2023. I don't know why that was so difficult for me. Um, and we are going to keep this relatively spoiler free, but it will not release till it'll be about three to four weeks after release, but we will keep it spoiler free since it's kind of a new release. Um, the tropes in this book are age gap, romantic suspense, second chance, friends to lovers. There is a mutual pining happening between the two of them. There is for a long time. And then it's a single mom. And then, so I'm going to ask you this as I was reading this, because Enzo himself is kind of holding on to some secrets. He keeps his cards pretty close to his chest. He does. So there is a little bit of deception trope within this book. Yeah. Yeah, there is. He's, he's keeping some things quiet, some big things quiet. So, yeah. It just, it, it dawned on me as like when I was trying to think about it and I'm writing my review and I'm like, what were some things in this that either I wish I had known going in or that might be why I didn't love it? Like it's a very well written book. It is very well written. Grammar is on. It's edited well. There were just little things, some character arcs and some pacing issues that I struggled with. And one of the things I really struggled with is Enzo himself and I wonder if some of it was because he was keeping secrets. Yeah, I think, you know, 
part of it's he's keeping secrets. And like I said, I think you get you get a little more of his chef side in Until You Can't. Oh yeah. And I think which I, I think you you were missing in this one, but um Well yeah, because he's he, a chef and in this yeah. entire book, he doesn't freaking cook once. I know. I know. And I'm and like I think not even scrambled eggs for her. Not <laughs> once does he cook. Yeah, and I think in in until you can't you you see that side of him, and I think this book is more about the secrets that he's hiding and how those are disrupting the life that he has chosen for himself. Um, so this is a series of standalones, but I think they're going to be interconnected standalones because my understanding is that this is a three book series. And it's two of his brothers that are going to be the other two books. Yes, it will be Constantine and Alessandro are his brothers. Okay. Uh, POV on this is dual first person. Uh, put out was percentage was, so it's technically actual sex is 66%, but it gets spicy at 18%. Spice in this book was good. It really was. And it got spicy, like you said, quick. Yeah. Um, audiobook narrators for this, which will make Leah so happy, is Connor Crace and Ava Lucas. She has a thing for Connor, so oh. she likes his narration. Um, okay, so is there a third act breakup? I'm going to say no. It's more dark moment, don't you think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. No, no real breakup. Um, I feel like this is like outside forces because this is romantic suspense it is um and go ahead yeah yeah i was just gonna say yeah they don't really have they don't really have a breakup it's more his his kind of secrets coming out yeah secrets catch up to them um so our heroine's name is maria and our hero is enzo um and that prologue sets this book up very well it does. You get a lot of backstory um, on why they're pining for each other, I yeah. guess. <laughs> well, and you and I have an episode coming up that we're talking first kisses. Oh, I have this one. Yes. <laughs> this book has a pretty freaking delicious, amazing, hot first kiss. Yes, it is. It's way up there on my list. Um, and so, like, honestly, I have zero complaints about the spice in this book. The relationship made sense. Again, it's friends to lovers. And we know what I think about friends to lovers. We do. But there was some I liked one of the things that I really liked for Maria herself was when Enzo put his boundaries and his walls up, she went out looking for somebody else. She did. She said, I'm not going to wait, you know, if. If you're not ready, then I'm going to put myself back out there and start dating. And, but, you know, she had pre, after the prologue, you find that she had married um, and is now going through a divorce and has a little girl. Um, And I like that she tried to move on with her life, that it wasn't just her, you know, sitting in a corner, singing, you know, all alone or something. (laughs) Um, yeah. she, she really did try to move herself out there, but Enzo is like seriously almost obsessive protector, like borderline stalking. Oh yeah. He's, he's definitely, um, 
all up in her business. She has no idea the levels that he's gone to, to be all up in her business either. Um, you know, he, he makes it convenient for her to move in next door. Um, his neighbor moves out and <laughs> so they're, you know, so it's, they're not only friends and he's looking out for her, but he's, he's moved her in next door. So. Yeah. And yeah. And the neighbor moved out under, you know, dubious circumstances, some help from Enzo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Enzo, so I think this is probably going into this. This is where, this is some of my problem. Enzo is an enigma. This is his book, right? Like this should be the big character arc. I should be able, especially because this is her first uh, Montlake book. So this might be someone's first experience with her because these are a little more easier to get, right? You know, yes. you can get them through prime reading sometimes and stuff like that. And Enzo is this big enigma. And he's holding in all these secrets. And it was really harder for me, it was really hard for me as a reader to connect and to grasp who he was. No, and I can see that. If I didn't know him from the previous book and I didn't know all of the stuff surrounding it, I can I can definitely see that where that would be hard because, to understand. Yeah, so Enzo is former mafia member. Like, his family has ties to the mafia, but they went legit while the other side of the family stayed in the the mafia, the cousins. Yes. It's shady. He worked some way as a government operative and um but also was in the army who now works as a chef and is a business partner to Maria's sister. Yes, all of that. <laughs> all of that. And so so, so I think that for me coming into it as a first read, like I have no connection to any of these characters. To me, it felt like a lot. Like this is when it is a lot. This is when I want to look at an author and be like, pick a lane. No, you know. I, I can, I can totally see that. And I think too, um, I just saw a post recently that the publisher is kind of leaning this more towards a family series. Okay. So they're not going to term it a security series or any of that, which has been her primary, you know, genre or subgenre since she's been writing. And so I don't know if there was a little bit of trying to figure out how he goes from being a former military guy um, to doing some shady government work and to now being a, a chef. And then, you know, now we're going to go see how his brothers fit into this as well. So, so it, it was a lot. It it was. And you kind of expect that because there's got to be some world building, you know, mm -hmm. um, but it just it was a, there was a lot of muddy water moments where I felt like I had to kind of figure out what lane we were going. And I do like how the prologue is six years previous to what's happening. So that gives time for Maria to mature for Enzo to kind of establish himself as the chef in the, in um, Charleston, right? They're in Charleston, Charlotte, 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 Charlotte uh, North Carolina. And, um, and in this moment, Maria's divorce is pretty much final. We find that it's final with help from 
Enzo. Enzo. Um, but it's also a matter that Enzo's, they think Enzo's past in the mafia and his government work is catching up to him and putting Maria in danger. And he is absolutely like growly, possessive, protect her at all costs hero. Oh, yeah. He's he's completely over the top, just wanting to make her safe, her and her daughter. So he definitely like goes all out. And I enjoy that. <laughs> no, I really liked that. I That characteristic was fine with me. And I liked yeah. how um, as things are unfolding and there's like his brother's kind of flirt with her and the ex does some things. I like that he was over the top growly, like, you know, back off, you know. Yeah. She's mine kind of feel. Um, One of the things that I really liked in the book was I felt like the chemistry was almost like you could almost taste the chemistry between these two. Like it was just there and it jumped off the pages. Yeah, it was that I think I said that at one point. I was like, this just like leaps off the page. Like they are so there's so much push and pull. And you know, like you said, it doesn't actually like technically pop until later. And I was I was seriously, I was like, this man has to have the biggest case of blue balls on the planet. Coitus like, interruptus. For- <laughs> Coitus interruptus, like nonstop. And Brittany does that really well. Um she she will, you know, kind of interrupt with outside conflict a lot and just like keep that tension the whole time. Yeah. And um, sometimes even in the moments, it was Enzo getting in his own way. Like a hundred percent. Shut up. This is what you want. Like, this is all good. He just, he was, he was, you know, struggling a lot. I think, I think that's part of it is he just, he struggles like the whole time just to figure out who he is and what he wants. And I think a lot of it is he, he doesn't feel like he deserves it either. So. Um, so we have Maria's ex-husband and he does play as a, um, he is a used as a plot device. Like he's used to help propel the story forward um, in a way that I thought was really unique to this story but the outcome started to feel formula, like plotted, like plopped, you know, this happened. I can see that. So now it plops here. Um, so that was, but I liked, this is one of those books and this is, there was so much potential and for whatever reason, and I still am wondering if it's just the world building for me that I needed yeah, I that mean, outside I... world. Yeah, I think you, I think it helps. Um, and I say that with all of her books, but I think it's because I'm so entrenched in this world and I've read all the books and I just, I feel like you need to know like the side players. Yeah. Um, I did, so as we were talking about chemistry, one of the things, Maria's sexual agency, like she is a spitfire in the beginning of the book. And obviously having a child is going to change how you present yourself sexually, because it does affect that. Um, but there were moments of inconsistency with me for her. And I don't know. 
and I didn't understand why. Like I can understand that, oh, my body is different. How will he respond? But if he's already like stripped you naked and done things to you, would you have that same conversation, you know, the next, you know, two times after? Does that make sense? No. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember exactly how it how it played out. So like there's the scene in his apartment where it's starting to get hot and heavy. Okay. And then things happen. And then the next scene in the pool, she mentions nothing about her stretch marks or her boobs or anything like that. Okay. But then there's the next scene when they're at later on at his parents' house. And it might be when it pops at 66% that it, she talks again about her body being different and, For whatever reason, I don't remember. It's a, it just it was just one of those little things that it was like, because I think that plays into pacing in a story. Okay. Yeah. You you want to see these characters show some growth, but and authors yeah. can use body and stuff like that is a way of built in angst without having actual angst, and I did appreciate that in this book that the angst was all really. It was some of her own internal monologue, but the majority of the angst is outside forces. Yeah, the outside conflict's the main angst. I think Enzo probably has more internal angst than Maria does. Yeah, um, and I really liked his family. And I, I am intrigued by the brothers, especially the one that's a little bit of the playboy. His book is next, Alessandro. So that's a question Outside, we've met Enzo in Brittany's other books. Have we met the other brothers in the other books? Because the one has a connection, it seems like, to another Security Force series. No, we have not met them. But um, Constantine, who is the, I think he's the oldest brother. He has a connection to Carter, who is the, one of the leaders of her Falcon Falls Security Series. And he is like the biggest Enigma character that she has like we haven't gotten his book yet and that's the one that everybody wants and so i think this is constantine is going to play out into carter's story when we get it in march okay okay well that would make sense then um so for you what was your favorite part in this book my favorite part um i i really enjoyed like enzo and um maria's daughter kiara i enjoyed their relationship um, so when she, even when she's like going to go out on a date, like he's going to watch Kiara for her. Yeah. So he has this relationship with her daughter that is outside of his relationship with Maria. And I just, that was kind of like, just got me in my, in my feels a little bit. And then I think other than that it was probably the first kiss. I was a hot first kiss. It was. So, um, so what is it in these books for Brittany, for you with Brittany Sahin's world that really resonates with you? Because you're a big romantic suspense reader um, and you and I actually have similar histories in romantic suspense pre probably 2018. Um, and then we veer off a little bit uh, and yeah, you I found was... like Brittany and Susan and Riley. So what is it about Brittany's books that just draw you in? So I did, I when I got my Kindle, I took a big break from suspense outside of Nora Roberts books. And I went straight paranormal, like fantasy for a while. 
And <laughs> I was kind of like, well, I need to, I need to get back into some kind of suspense books. And Amazon actually um, kept putting Brittany's first stealth ops book on my ad on my screen. Okay. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to read this one day. And then finally I read it and I just connected on a, like a really deep level with her character. She has like a, you know, like I said, a way of like drawing you into like the whole world. So yeah. I started with her stealth ops and I got through that series. I think it was complete up to maybe like six or seven books. And then I went back and read her previous books and they don't all interconnect like on top of each other, but there's like little Easter eggs in each one. And so I just found myself like searching for it in the previous books. And it was just, it was just the way they all connected together. And they're just, the guys are really big protectors and she has, um, a lot of female characters that are really strong as well. So she does like, you know, she has a couple that are FBI agents. She has one that's a CIA agent. You know, she has really strong female characters that, you know, kind of stand up really well to the protective characters. And I just, I don't know. I'm just, there's something about it. I'm just completely gone in this world, I think. So <laughs> that's okay. Um, so would you say that this book is pretty. Uh, representative of how Brittany writes typically because and the reason I bring it up is this is her first trad pub book and we often are critical of trad pub books that they get this kind of we like to call it the trad pub sheen um, where the voice seems to change a little bit um, but do you feel that let me love you was a really good example of how Brittany writes I think it was a good example in terms of the plot and suspense and the things that were going on I think you know there was Enzo was just a little bit different because I think it's like a it's like that play from him going former military kind of situation to a, a more contemporary role and I don't know if that was you know I don't know if that had anything to do with the publishing but I thought it was just it was a little different a little different of a disconnect okay um, anything else anybody should know about this book? It will be available in Kindle Unlimited, so you guys can grab it there. Yes, it will be available in Kindle Unlimited, and I think it's like the add-on for Audible for the $7. They were running a deal where it was like a dollar to add it on, but I don't know how long that was running. Um, um, that might be just through like the first 10 days of release. Yeah, it might have been. I can't I can't remember what, what the deal was, but yeah, it is available in Audible as well. Um, no, I honestly, like, I just, I really, I would suggest reading until you can't first. Okay. If you want a deeper understanding of Enzo before you go into this one. Okay. Um, thanks for hanging out with me and talking Let Me Love You by Brittany Sahin. Thanks for having me. Anytime. <laughs> um, until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.